And we are back for another episode of Not Black, Not White, American Podcast. And I am your host, Darius Mayfield. And I'm Priscilla Comfrey. And we are back from CPAC, people. And we have an exciting show today. One of the people we actually met down at CPAC that we both respect immensely was a former member of Congress. In fact, he just ended his his term just one month ago. And hopefully today we can find out what his plans for the future. We have an idea of some of the stuff that he's doing, but you know, we're we're obviously all looking for him to run for office again, whether that's going to be um, a Senate run in Georgia or whatever it is. So we're looking forward to talking to Representative Vernon Jones today. Yeah, I'm so excited. He's such a nice man and um, great guy, excellent um, politician. Uh, he, he really knows his stuff and he's very kind and humble so it's just nice to see you know and super conservative super conservative he's a big trump fan every every oh. rally that we've gone to together he's been there coming around taking pictures like he's a big trump he's, supporter he's so he like i said he's so humble yeah he's so kind with the people um, yeah just genuine i love that and shout out to his chief of staff Heather, she's amazing. She's been awesome. great. She's been working with us, and we actually have we have some things planned, man. So I, I can't wait to get into this uh, election season further and just start really putting on a lot of these events and doing these podcasts that are really, I believe, are going to inspire um, our constituents, inspire the conservative and the Trump movement, and push us all forward to know that we have a lot of work to do. Again, in New Jersey, we have a gubernatorial race coming up this year. We have the midterms coming up for the whole country um, in, in, in most cases next year. So we have a lot of work to do to make sure We continue being the change we want to see, but also we're a part of helping restore our country. Absolutely. Restoring our country and honestly, first and foremost, our state. Our state needs a lot of help. And uh, we we just need to uh, fine tune a lot of things. And I want to be involved in that with you. And let's just do what we can do to help the people. Oh, you know, we will. Save the state. It's going to be the same thing. Beautiful state. Same thing we've been doing over the last four years on steroids, because now we're, you know, <laughs> making so many more connections and we obviously have an official campaign to do things with. You got New Jersey Women for Trump. So now it's just a matter of just bringing it all together and really just taking it home. Like all the tools are there. I honestly, you know me, I'm I'm probably like one of the ultimate optimists. But, you know, I've been saying this for a long time. I believe we have all the tools we need, especially here in New Jersey, between myself, between you, between all the people we know with the great organizations popping yes. up to actually turn this state red and make some really big gains in the House. And hopefully, ultimately, which is even especially right now, more important, win this gubernatorial race and get Phil Murphy out of office. Yes. How are you feeling about the gubernatorial race? Oh, mixed emotions. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, you want to pick the right person mm-hmm. that is aligned with your beliefs. Yep. But yet you want to do what you can no matter what to get this guy out. Yeah. So that comes into play with what your decision is politics. Politics. And, <laughs> you know, you just don't want to pick somebody who's going to do the same thing. Yeah. Right? Be behind, you know, the costume and all of a sudden then they're, Phil Murphy all over again, just with I think the we hair call them, color. We call them rhinos. Rhinos. 
rhinos. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, they, they give you all kinds of yeah, 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 yes. And yeah, I'm for that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, oh, my God, you know, is yeah. that Phil? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I've been hearing that a lot, actually. Yeah, I mean, you know, They've been comparing some of the candidates to Phil Murphy. <laughs> I just I just want a candidate to be real mm. and not get caught up with all the the hype and the political, uh, you know, uh, conditioning of, of it. You know, I just, just be real and get out there. And if this is what you feel, put it out there and see what happens. And the people need to wake up. The people need to get involved. And I, and everybody says, I get involved, get involved. Okay. How about this research? Just, just find out what you want in your own community, what's lacking in your own community, and then ask those questions to these politicians that are running and see if they give you sound advice and, and what yep. you want to hear that would help your family, that would help your community, help you, you know? Like when we I went agree. to Camden. When we went to Camden and, mm-hmm. all, and, and all the people were coming up to us, thanking us for helping them clean up, telling us that, what, the garbage comes... Once yeah. a month. Yeah, if, if, if that lucky. in some cases, if yeah. If that in some cases. Which is a disgrace. So when I went further and asked the woman, well, why do you continue to support the Democrat Party? Yeah. She's, and, and vote for them. She said, honey, we don't vote. I'm not even registered. I wouldn't even know the first thing about it. Huh. So from that perspective, get involved because you shouldn't have to live in squalor, in filth in, you know, any, any destructive or negative atmosphere. I agree. And I just want to help these people. Um, if we could be a bridge using Scott to register these people, yeah, let them choose who they want. But my, my, my request is please, 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 please ask the questions that you, you know, you represent to us, yep. ask those questions yep. to the right people. And make up your own mind and don't just vote because the Democrats say we're for the poor. We're for the the, the downtrodden people. We give. You know what? These parties have changed so much, so drastically in the last 20 years that you can't go by those labels anymore. I really, truly believe that. Um, You know, it's not like the Democratic the Democrat Party is just for black people, right? You've always heard that. That's what Joe Biden was basically, you know. I ain't black. I ain't black, right? (laughs) No, that's BS. That's over and done with. If I had feelings, that would be a huge insult. But I know for a lot of black America, especially the conservative ones, it was a huge insult to them. And those are the type of things we're looking to rid our politics of where people can so nonchalantly and so comfortably throw out stuff like that. I mean, think about it. This is a, what, 70, 80-year-old white man, you know, telling whether they voted for him or not, but telling his constituents that they ain't black because they voted for somebody different. That was right. just like a smack in the it face. So and bad. it's just, it's just in, it, it, indicative of how really egotistical these politicians have become and how re- disconnected from reality and everyday Americans, um, you know, they've actually become. Because for Joe, even if he really felt that way, man, all it took was to say, listen, 
I understand you may be voting for somebody other than myself, but I promise you at the end of the day, I will still do whatever it takes to not only earn your support eventually, but also help you out in your specific situations, whether you you voted for me or not. And that's what politicians should do. That's what politicians should be about. But we've become so divided, so comfortable. These guys have been in office for so long that it's like there there is no there is no limit to what will come out their mouths anymore. I, I'm so sick of the party parties mm. the labeling in itself you I know agree. we're not the democrat party is not just for this and the republican party is not just for that it's 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 manifested into multiple things mm-hmm. so to even put us again segregate or put us in that that box you know is is wrong and way way out you know it's it's needs to be it needs to be discussed more and people need to understand um you vote for what you feel is best for you and your state and your community and your family. Not because this party says, we're all about this and that's it, so you have to vote for us. Are you for that? Uh, those days are done. Those days are done and should be done, and we need to put light on that and 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 get more people to understand that. It's not based on, I'm just, I'm a Democrat because... Yep. They're for the black people, the you know, the bull. <laughs> that's it's crazy. It's not that way anymore. Or the get, you know, whatever. Well, hopefully, it's we can get some LGBTQ more under. Or, we can get some more understanding from Rep Jones and see how he feels about the situation. You ready great. to call him I'm and get ready. him online? I'm so excited. Let's do this. You know, the last time we saw him, <laughs> it was pretty recent. Bernie Jones. Hi, Rep. Jones. This is Darius Mayfield and Priscilla Comfrey from Not Black, Not White American Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Hey, Priscilla, how are you? Hey, Vernon, how are you? Guys, we just want to let you know we are are now on the phone with the Honorable Vernon Jones, (laughs) man. We really appreciate you joining us today on the podcast, sir. Well, thank you so much for having me, and uh, big shout out to your listeners. I know they're getting the most accurate and most informed information. No fake news. You bring it straight uh, with no chases. So thank you for having me on board. Oh, man, coming from you, that really is a compliment. Because I was just over here, we were talking about over here, how you do the same. You just give it straight. You just tell it like it is. And as Americans, man, that's what we respect. And that's obviously why we put somebody like President Trump in the White House, because he had some of those same qualities. So we just want to thank you for being who you are and being an inspiration to us all. And just always following your heart and following what you feel is right, because it really does have a major effect on all of us here. Thank you, Darius. And you said it right. Uh, be upfront, be open, say what's on your mind. Many people are thinking the same thing. They're just too afraid to say it. And the quieter we are, the more the left takes over. Uh, it's going to the extent now where the left do not want you to identify yourself as a male or a female, a brother or sister, yeah. mother or father. And so we have to, we have to speak up. We have yes. to speak up. And this is how, you know, this is nothing new, Priscilla. I mean, this is how we were reared. I mean, our family, our family, especially historical, uh, historically in black families, we were raised to be conservatives, you know, 
mm-hmm. of physically responsible, take care of grandparents, work hard. Matter of fact, we didn't want government intervention because they, gov- the government was our, wasn't our friend, you know? Yep. And, and uh, right to bear arms, take care of our families, to farm or have a trade, whatever, but to live our lives and have our civil liberties. Faith-based, oh my God. Who, who, who stay in church longer than black people, you know? Exactly. I was going to say faith and religion. It's Yeah, we used to go to Bible study like three times a night, go to church two times on yeah. a Sunday. It was crazy. Right, right. I, you actually bring up something very important. I was going to go in a different direction, but since you brought this up, you actually just mentioned how uh, nowadays people are afraid to actually speak what's on their mind. One thing I find interesting about that, especially coming from the community that we come from, which is the black American community, you know, one thing you find in that community, whether it's hip hop, the way people interact, they don't, they, you don't find a shortage of people that are afraid, you know, that, that, that will speak their mind. So why do you think when it comes to politics and us trying to wake people up to the politics of this country and to the progression they could actually see if they just get out of their own heads and actually start speaking their mind and following their heart. Why do you think people, you know, a, a people that are so quick to express their mind and everything else are really afraid to speak the truth when it comes to politics and the way our country, the direction our country is moving in? You know, it's never been easy to talk politics or religion. Um, and the primary reason is because people have different opinions, they have different thoughts. And that's a good thing. It's not like you're meeting with a group of mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> but the issue is when you get to the point where if you say something because I don't agree with it and I want to silence you, I want to turn you into an outcast. Mm. <clears throat> I want to take away your ability to earn a living. I want to fire you from your job. I want to throw you off this board. I want to boycott your business. That takes it too far. Because the greatest thing about America is having the ability to have free expression. We are not, uh, we, we were not Nazi Germany. We never have been. Um, one of the reasons we, we left the motherland, England, if you will, because we were tired of being under their control. They, the government was literally having heavy handed on us and our framers of the Constitution. Those guys didn't have a laptop. They didn't have an iPhone or iPad. They had that feather and that ink. And when they wrote that constitution with their God-given talents and their brain, they got it right. That document has survived the test of time. Yeah, very and if, well you, if I would encourage everybody just to go back and read the constitution, mm. you know, here's what bothers me. Even with the pandemic, we have become, we have become a police state in many ways. Here's what I'm saying. I can tell you how many people to have on your in your house on Thanksgiving. If you have a part of your house or you have a cookout in your house, you have too many people there, I'm going to come and arrest you. Nowhere in our Constitution does it provide for, in the event of a pandemic, we become a police state. Yep. You can't find nothing in there about a pan- if a pandemic were to occur. Yep. yep. So look at this over-heavy-handedness. Where now, I mean, how many pandemics have we survived? Going back to the pilgrims. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> We've always been able to, re- right, a lot. So a lot. now, see, that goes to show you where we are, Priscilla. Yes. That was not even heard of when the typhoid flu and some of those other polio and some of those other diseases was out there and, and people were 
were losing their lives or, or, or their health was taking a turn. But we didn't shut down the government. Right. We, we didn't shut down the government. We, and when I say we didn't shut down, the government didn't shut the people down. Let me say that. Well, they didn't start telling us what time. Do you realize they, they were telling us, not because of any violence, what time we have to be off the street? Mm. At 10 o'clock, everybody has to be off the street. Can't be in restaurants. Restaurant closing. Businesses closing. That's un-American. I guess we would ask you, why do you think that is? Because obviously, especially our audience, everybody looks at you as a, a, a great voice within the conservative movement, and you were just recently a member of Congress. So when you speak, we're a little bit more in tune because we know you were there and you saw the inner workings of what was happening. So why do you think these things are happening? Why do you think our, our government is reacting You know, so, uh, so much so this time around? What's, what's behind it? Well, first of all, I was a member of the Georgia House of Representatives. Yes. I didn't serve in Washington. I served in the Georgia House of Representatives. Yes. Uh, don't demote me. Don't demote me. Yes, the Georgia House. State representative I'll, I'll say, in Georgia. Right. Yes. Right, right. Don't demote me because I don't want to be a part of that gridlock. But here's <laughs> what has happened. If you look at most of the folks who biotech companies from Zuckerberger, on down, <laughs> the guy who founded Twitter. Yes. They're nerds. They're peculiar birds. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they think about it, they probably couldn't even get a date before they got uh, uh, struck at rich. Just speaking real. Personalities just, it, it, there's something peculiar about them. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and in a sense, this has been used because for some reason, something happened to them when they were young or whatever. Something happened to them. They had a turn of what the world is and they went like in the in, in the darkness and created something and they took that tool and they said this is my way I'm going to get people back I'm going to shut people down I don't like mm-hmm. I, I am going to those who have my ideas I'm going to push theirs forward those who do not I'm, I'm, I'm going to siphon that I'm going to shut it off I, I'm going to use this tool to, to really take away our constitutional rights and it hit us so fast because here we are on Twitter and Facebook. We having a good time because it's a way, hey, to stay in touch. Yeah. You don't have to worry yes. about writing people anymore with pencil and paper right. or email. But now, hey, here's this thing. We can stay in touch with everybody. We can see your face. We can talk to you real time, literally. And we didn't realize the ripple effect of what that was doing to us as Americans and to our country and to our traditional values and to the Constitution. We we were playing with something. We were playing. We didn't know it was fire. Now it's starting to burn us. Yep. Yep. And, and it's hurting what, what they're doing. You know, I put a post out there the other day that dealt with the person who's been considered for health and human services. Yes. And the post said that she was supportive of child mutilation, gender, transgender operations for children. Like children can make that decision and why would you 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 can't do that until you you can't smoke until you're 18 you can't drink until you're 21 but you can alter your body as a child right and when when senator ron paul asking do you support it didn't you support it well sir this is complicated and the science is complicated no did do you so facebook flagged me and said well my comments could have been taken out of context i went and got the actual footage from that video put it on there and you know what 
they didn't say anything because they're pushing that agenda. Mm-hmm. Although they couldn't say it was wrong and t- take it down, but they flagged it to say, well, these comments can be taken out of context because I said she supports and she does support that. She does support it. Yep. Right. Or, or this person support. It. I mean, well, if she calls herself a sheep, that's fine. I just like to be able, when I call myself a man, they recognize me as a man. Because <laughs> right. right now, as you know, Darius, when you look now, um, there's an attack on the straight, the heterosexual male, yeah. where the liberals are trying to take us to a gender-neutral environment. And, and, and before I go any further, let me say this. I don't care who you are, what you do. You're an American. I love you. Yeah, I don't exactly. care about your gender or transgender or anything exactly. like that. Yep. If you want to be recognized what you are, fine. But don't tell me that I can't call myself a man anymore or I can't refer to my father's father. I have to say my parent. Well, I can't refer to my sister as my sister. I have to say my sibling. Right. Do not. We're not. We, we are not. No, let's don't go there. And then the left going down that road. And then you see these bio male, transgender bio males participating in female sports. But the left said they support women and women's issues where you're taking over women's sports, female sports with transgender bio males who are winning these contests because, you know, Physically, there is a difference. Exactly. It's crazy. Now they don't know what to do, but Joe Biden comes in and he supports transgender. He calls it equality. I don't think Joe Biden. (laughs) I don't think Joe Biden knows what he supports anymore. (laughs) No, Joe Biden, look, if you ask Joe Biden right now to pay the energy bill, (laughs) I mean, what what to do about the energy bill, he'll say pay it. Honestly, or he'll pay, pay the it. gas. Yo, what you gonna do about the energy bill? Let's pay it. Right. <laughs> what, what about the gas pipeline? You didn't pay your gas bill, so you know Joe is. Mm-hmm. We know Joe is now. His Joe's chief of staff is running this country. Yes. Yeah. His chief of staff is running this country. Yes. And that's when I was telling people how important that chief of staff is. Obama had four, not a single one of them was African American. That's who pulled the trigger. Yep, and one went back to Chicago and presided over, you know, some of the worst violence we've ever seen. But yet, you know, Obama was the holy savior and of black people. Obama was silenced on what that mayor did. Yep. Obama didn't say anything about the shootings, the nonstop shootings there. Why? Because it was his chief of staff. But when the kids were shot and killed at that school up in Connecticut, Obama goes up there and cries. Exactly. His home city. And state, when he came out of Washington, he went and got a multi-million dollar state in Martha's Vineyard. He didn't want to go back to Chicago. Exactly. Right. And exactly. all these black people. Let me tell you, President Obama, I do not dislike him. Mm. Let me be clear about something. Mm. I do not. I support him the first time around. I do not dislike him. I disagree with his policies. And I disagree how he has bamboozled the African-Americans when, in fact, he was totally under control by white liberal bigots. There you go. Many of them, those Ivy Leaguers, all right? Obama yeah. meant a lot for, to black people, but Obama didn't do a damn thing for black people. I agree a thousand percent. I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself, and in fact, I say it the he same way. He was too way. afraid to release Alice Johnson after mm. being in prison for 20-some-odd years, a model inmate. He's got a black attorney general, and he's black. And then you, you twice they deny her to commute her sentence. But then you go get a deserter, uh, uh, one, of the, uh, uh, one of our soldiers who deserted over in Iraq, and you go and, and you give that person a pardon was because of 
white liberals having a connection to the president. He felt more beholden to them than to the African American community. I mean, let's be honest. But wasn't he, he a trans? So, wasn't he so, a transgender as well? He, but see, he was transgender. See, that's what I'm saying. Obama was more just like Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams cares more about the LBGTQ. Now it's yep. LBGTQIA. She cares more about them than she does the black community. You go to the House yep. of Representatives when she served there, you can't find nothing she did for black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now she's the black savior all of a sudden. She's totally by white liberals. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, you know, yeah. And I, and I want to play that black female card. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Who else played that card? Kabbalah Harris. Mm-hmm. She wasn't black until she got ready to run for president. She's still not black. <laughs> she Indian Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. She is not a descendant of. Sl- she's not a descendant of slaves right. like you and me. So, so let me ask you a question. Her and Obama. Let me ask you, her dad. Exactly. Obama's dad from Kenya. Exactly. So, when you want to talk about reparations, what do they get? Do they get a check or <laughs> nothing? An nothing. They are not descendant of slaves. They get nothing. So they get an invoice then. Exactly. Okay, they need to pay. They That's owe right. us. They, they get, <laughs> yeah, they get an invoice. invoice. I, especially Kamala, whose grandfather <laughs> owned slaves. Yeah. Darius a little slow on that one. You caught it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so do you get a do you get a check or an invoice? An invoice. <laughs> All right. They need to get an invoice. Right. Right. They owe us. So so yeah, they owe us. Yeah, <laughs> Obama. Obama's dad is not from, from, from. He didn't come over here from slavery. Absolutely, there there you is. Know, he, he was from Kenya. I do talk about that often. There is a difference. You know, you have the ADOS movements out there right now, and I do think there's a difference, and I think it's actually very interesting. I've talked about it on the show before. I think it's very interesting that the people that they put at the top, the minorities that they put at the top of the Democratic Party, weren't direct descendants of slaves, and I think that is purposely done as well, and it's just another smack in the face to people like us who are descendants of Native Americans and real slaves for them not to put us in those positions of leadership. But my girl Priscilla over here has a question for you real quick. Yes, sir, Priscilla, bring it. All right. So we know you just switched parties um, from Democrat to Republican. Uh-huh. And I just was curious to know what your reasons were for that. What did what was the most um, you know, what why did you really want to leave? You you stated that the Democrat Party that you haven't changed, that the Democrat Party's changed. So what are the changes that were most um, affect you know that affected you the most to want to say I'm out of here. Reason why the reason why is very simple. I'm gonna give you one word: fact. <laughs> fact. <laughs> Facts. Okay. The facts are the Democratic Party is a party of bigotry. The facts are that the Democratic Party has used the African American vote not to help the African-American community, but to destroy the African-American community. Mm. Our children are trapped in failing schools by democratic policy. They, Democrats want to let illegals come in here and take the resources should be, that should be coming to American families who've been here for generations and generations. Yes. Yep. When you look at the Democratic Party, now they want, they want to destroy the nucleus of the black family they jailed us with the crime bill. Yeah. They teamed up with Black Lives Matter and stole a phrase that captured so many black people. Black Lives Matter, when in fact, 
was founded by three lesbians who set out to destroy the nucleus of the black family, mm-hmm. the black man. And how many times we talk about having a black father in the home? We talk about having a black father in the home. Listen to what they talk about. They, in their mind, they don't want you to say father. You say parent or guardian. Well, you know why that is. So you, when you start to go down that track and look at the facts, the facts are that the Democratic Party do not support and recruit independent thinking African-Americans with conservative leanings. We don't fit in. Now, white conservatives can fit in the Democratic Party. They'll push them right to the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. But not blacks. They have this maternal and paternal instinct that they should be responsible for us. Let us take care of you, Vernon. Let us take care of you, uh, Priscilla. Let's take, let us take care of you, Darius. Didn't, know, didn't you heard Bill Clinton? When Bill Clinton and, and Hillary was campaigning down in South Carolina, Against Obama, first thing Bill Clinton said, Obama's a fairy tale. I don't know he can't get elected. He's black. Uh. Haven't we been taking care of y'all? Mm. When Joe Biden can come in 2020 and say, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. <laughs> when he can come in 2020 again and say that white, I mean, blacks aren't as diverse. 2021, I'm sorry. White, blacks are not as diverse, Priscilla, as, and they're thinking as Latinos. When he can come in just last week, and week before last, and say the reason why blacks are disproportionately affected by COVID is because we don't know how to go online, to log online, to look up information on COVID. Crazy. So I left because of facts about the Democratic Party. Well said. No, we appreciate that, man. And thank you for that. Because I got to step back too, Darius. Yeah. One quick thing. And I'm yeah. sure I want to hear back from you, but one quick thing before I forget. You said something important, how Democrats choose. When they choose our, the vice president, they choose the president. They grade black people. Yep. Why neither one of them, both of them have black parents? Yep. <laughs> Why can't there be one with both of them having black parents? Right. So they literally grade black people. Mm. They grade them. I'm sorry. Let's go back to Priscilla. Hold the line for Priscilla. I'm holding the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, we appreciate that because I, I, I feel the burn. Honestly, I, I, I talk about that on this show all the yes. time. And, you know, I, I really I don't think enough black people are in tune with that or cognizant of what's really happening. There is really only a certain segment of people they allow to rise to the top, even though I even though I disagree so much with Stacey Abrams, I would have had more respect if he picked the Stacey Abrams. A lady that was a descendant of slaves, a real black woman to show that, yes, we really are about diversity. We really are about, you know, just changing this country and really progressing us all. I would have had a lot more respect. But when I heard it was Kamala Harris, the same woman that's been locking up African-American males in California all these years, the same one married to a white man that came from white parents that had a grandfather that owned slaves and they wanted to pass her off. And then you have your boss, the person that picked you, come out and tell the people like me who are descendants of slaves that we're not black. It was just really a slap in the face, man. Right. And and let's peel that onion some more. When you look at the Democratic Party, and how they feel about blacks. They really feel as though, give us your vote. We, we, we'll, we'll handle your business for us. Let us handle your business. Now, you can't handle our business, mm. right. but we can handle your business. And when they go and recruit Warnock, 
which is part of the whole thing. You got a pastor for Ebenezer Baptist Church. Huh. Mm-hmm. And he supports a woman having an abortion mm. at eight, right at nine months. Unbelievable. I mean, really? Terrible. I mean, and then he's going to, then he goes and say, well, you know, in the room, it's, it should be just a doctor and the patient, not the government. Well, but what about, where's God in the room? Pastor? God shouldn't be in that room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, see, so when liberal when liberals support blacks, they are totally a lock, stock, and barrel with their agenda. Mm-hmm. What what has in the first hundred days? What has Joe Biden done for African Americans? We know what he's done for illegals. He's letting them in, stop the catch and, and and take back home, and now he's catching releasing. Uh, he, he, he the, the executive order, the uh, the the Equality Act. How does the Equality Act help African Americans? Yep. What has he done? Who saved his campaign? The LGBTQ community or the white liberals? Who saved his campaign in South Carolina? It was African-Americans. Yep. But what have they gotten out of him? He hadn't come and proposed. Trump said, look, a half billion dollars for black business, not minorities, because minorities can be somebody come from Africa yep. and just get become naturalized. And, and you know, uh, a minority business could be for white women. No. Trump went straight to the African-American community. African Americans made much more of a progress on Trump in the past four years mm-hmm. than, than Joe Biden his past forty-seven years. Absolutely. They just said yesterday they had so, they had more black people enter the stock market in twenty twenty than ever in our country's history. Right? Yeah, that was the Wall Street Journal, and that yep. didn't happen the last one hundred yep. days. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so 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 it, look look at Jim Clyburn. Right after he got mm-hmm. he got elected, Jim Jim Clyburn. And other black groups are criticizing because he's put in black and minuscule positions. What put in that important? Put a black as ambassador to UN held. Uh, Andy Young was ambassador to UN 40 some years ago. <laughs> That's nothing new. Yep. No. What, what about your chief of staff? Mm. Oh, we we gonna we gonna wait we gonna wait trying to put one on the Supreme Court. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that'll be fine. But let me tell you, they're gonna try to find somebody on the Supreme Court. Again, that's not going to want you to be called a man. And Priscilla going to have, if she wants to compete, which I'll, wow. I'll definitely be on the sideline cheering for. If she wants to compete in volleyball, <laughs> all of a sudden she's going to be competing. No, no, no. Priscilla's probably a basketball player, so she's going to go to the WNBA. She loves basketball. <laughs> and then here comes LeBron James with a wig on. See, I want to play. Joanna man. I want to play football. You, you know what I'm saying? That's Joanna man right there. No, LaBriana. No, La Brianna. La Brianna. <laughs> it's only right because I do think he's the GOAT, but, man, the mistakes that this guy LeBron has made over the last couple of years, supporting China and different things like that, I don't think he needs to shut up and dribble, right. but I think he just definitely needs to be a little bit more informed before he says he stuff. And if he's Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. know who's getting to him? It's the liberal whites who are getting to him. And the agent provocateur of blacks that mm. liberal whites recruit to get to him. Mm. What if he had a sit down with you and me? LeBron couldn't disagree with anything me and you, Priscilla, saying today. No, nope. what are we saying? I would love nope. to see our, that. Our kids. Should, I would love to see that. You should set that. You should set that up, Vernon. You should set that up. Let's get LeBron. Well, first of all, he wouldn't respond because I'm not a white liberal and because I'm not Stacey Abrams being ridden by white liberals. But I would love to. I, I really would Wouldn't love to have that conversation. Burgess Owens would love to have that conversation yeah. with him. I, think I mean, that... why, have, why only meet with one segment of us? Why exactly. Not all of us? Talk about segregating. Yep. yep. You know, talk about it. I mean, why Why don't we I'm do that? I'm going to tweet out today and say, 
I'm going to send a tweet out today. It's LeBron, I would like to meet with you. That'd be Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Inbox me. Absolutely. I'm going to do that today. Now, you, you, I'm going to do that today and see what happens. Make yes. sure you let me know. I want to come, man. See what happens. <laughs> Tag us on that. Man, let me tell you, I, I want the world to be on. Because we don't have to talk about anything in darkness. We can talk yeah. about it in light. And that's let what we need to do. A, yep. Right. Transparency. I mean, but, let me tell you where black people are. Ice Cube goes to Joe Biden and says, okay, what are you going to do for black people? Let me get back with you. Yep. He goes to Donald Trump. Donald Trump already has a plan going and took his recommendation. Exactly. He got criticized just for meeting with, with Donald Trump. And Joe Biden has – has Joe Biden met with Ice Cube? I don't know. Maybe y'all know. Has he? No, they said – uh, they just came out the other day and said they, they're going to meet soon. <laughs> And you know, but he's already met with folks from the LGBTQ community, exactly. and the illegal immigrant community, and all that. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Man. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I, I got it. Yeah. No, no, I got to ask you something here because uh, Heather would kill me if I didn't. Yeah. We got to go over this, right? So one of the one of the reasons we wanted to have you on also is to talk about one of your next ventures. So you currently have a nonprofit oh, yeah. called Waking Up America. Can you just tell us one, uh, just what 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 encourage you to start this nonprofit? What is a nonprofit about, and how can people find out about this nonprofit and get more information? Okay, I, I you know my term ended. I didn't run for re-election this year, so I rolled out with uh, WakingUpAmerica.us. That's WakingUpAmerica.us. Uh, it's a conservative organization where I'm going across this country talking to black, white, brown, whomever else with a conservative message. And that is very clear school choice. Our children should not be trapped in failing school. They should have a school to go to a performance school and the money follows the child who knows best for the, for the parent, for the child's education, the parent, not the government. And so school choice, we're pushing also to combat, uh, combat, I should say, uh, um, Marxism um, and, and communism and the all the other isms that are not in line with our constitution. I'm a big supporter of our constitution, freedom of expression, freedom of speech, uh, second amendment. I was attacked leaving the White House because of my personal choice on who I wanted to support for president. We cannot have that. Exactly. This, this is not us. Yeah. And so I'm pushing those faith-based. Look, let me tell you, being born and reared in the South, in North Carolina on a country farm, that's when I first found out I was on drugs when I was eight years old. My mama drug us to church on Sunday. She drug us to church on Monday. She drug us to church on Tuesday. She drug us to church all week. I was on drugs with religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that made me, it shaped my values too. Hard work, work ethic, not looking for the government. Look, I don't want a government uh, uh, program. I want a job. Right. Don't, don't give me a fish. Let me fish. Teach me how to fish. Let me have my own business, and I can create jobs. And then I can create generational wealth. So we transfer, African Americans can transfer from being the largest consumer to one of the biggest uh, out there in terms of of, of, uh, entrepreneurs. What you just said earlier uh, was important, how more blacks invested in the stock market that were major investors uh, than ever before. Yes. Where did that come from? Open up the door for business. So waking up America is to get out there and talk about those things, things we can all agree with. Um, children, you, you know, let's stop socializing some of this stuff that doesn't make sense. Dr. Seuss, you cancel Dr. Seuss. Cancel culture is a big thing. You cancel Dr. Seuss, 
Now, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, so canceling Dr. Seuss is going to help African-Americans. If you really want to help African-Americans, give us some Dr. Seuss reparation. Let's go back to all that money that Dr. Seuss paid on black people and everybody else and invest that into historical black colleges. Provide scholarship for kids. Yep. Taking Dr. Seuss off the off the TV doesn't help African Americans. Again, that's a left thing. Yeah, it's a far left you, thing. You it's... know, so we're so we so I want to have these conversations. I want to affect public policy. We're working on election integrity right now. Awesome. Uh, every vote should be counted. Mm-hmm. Voter suppression is real. It is real. You know yeah. how it's real? Because now they want to they want to beat you if you don't support a, a candidate you want to support. Mm. Now. You know, they, oh, those mail-in ballots, well, that's suppressed black votes. Our votes, are our votes being accounted for the abuse on that? So they want to say white supremacy. Oh, so Republicans have the market corner on white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And you got Joe Biden out there saying that we don't know how to get on the damn Internet. Really? <laughs> so these are the things I want to do, again, under the name of waking up America. I want to wake people up. Uh, going back to Teddy Pendergrass, that's where I got the name from. Teddy Pendergrass song, "Wake Up, Wake Up Everybody." Let's wake up mm. to what's really going on, you know. And so, thank you so much. And, and um, so that is important. They can go out there and join me, get my newsletter, uh, make a donation to our cause, please. Um, and we have them visit us. We have the website up on the screen: uh, wakingupamerica.us. And I, I, I just have to applaud you, Vernon, because I think that's so wonderful that you are doing this. Um, we need more people like yourself to do this. And it, it's so important. It's the only way to get the word out to people who are have just been suppressed, who have just been yeah. um, ignored and really ignored. Yeah. You know, they... they they, they tell them all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then when it comes down to it, they're completely ignored. And we want to give these people hope. We want to give them um, drive to become, you know, get out of their situation, no matter who you are, and uh, live life right. and be free and happy. And uh, I think it's, I just applaud you. If there's any way I can help, Darius and I, we, you know, we'll... We'll help you in any way, shape, or oh, form. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some stuff together. We yeah. we're working on it now, man. Oh yeah. I've just been oh, wanting yeah. to do yeah. this for well. so long with a lot of people, and it's it's so refreshing to hear you speak, and it's so refreshing to know that you're stepping up to the plate and taking that leadership role and going out there and doing it and putting yourself up there because we all need to start doing this. And let me let me tell you this, Vernon. This this woman Priscilla runs New Jersey Women for Trump now boasts over sixty thousand. <laughs> thousand members i have wow. not black not white american as well as the campaign we've done trump rallies all over new jersey over the past year or two bringing right. out four or five six hundred people to we back blue events so i know you know i've been talking to heather and we're going to talk to you and we're going to figure out some stuff because the the energy here in new jersey and we were just talking about this is very very high i think people out there are sleeping on new jersey right now although even the seat that i'm running for has been held by democrats since 1999 before that it was all republicans there a lot of Republicans here. They just yeah. haven't voiced their voice. They haven't come out and vote. So we're going to wake people up, do rallies all over, and do integ- uh, voter integrity and voter registration events. So we look forward to working with you and you know working with your organization and really, really just helping 
take our country back and 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 really just usher in a red wave over the next couple of years? Well, that's a good thing, and that's that plays in line with what we're doing, and that is going across this country, like-minded people like you and me and Priscilla. We're growing in our numbers. The emerging yes. market for the Republican Party and the future of the Republican Party lies on what? On the African-American conservative vote. They've run out mm-hmm. of white people. They've run out of white conservatives. To be honest, they've run out. Yeah. And so where's the new market of conservatives? White liberals are not going to come over to the Republican Party. Right. Uh, it's the black conservatives. Yep. Right. And black conservatives can make a difference. And so they've been voting for Republican, I mean, for Democrats, but they haven't been getting anything for themselves. Matter of fact, their mm-hmm. values have been eroded on the Democratic yep. banner. Yes. And yep. so I, I'll be this weekend, I'll be down, uh, I'll leave today, as a matter of fact, for Clanston Bernard, who's running in that special jungle primary to replace Cedric Richmond, nice. uh, who went to work for Biden. Uh, this is a jungle primary. This is an African-American, two-time Olympian, mm. author, small businessman, mm. parent. And so we're down there myself, Burgess Owens, others going down to help him out. Awesome. Hopefully we can win that. We got a great chance of winning that, that seat. Good. He's from that area. They know him. He went to LSU. Um, and so there's only, if, let me tell you, there's only one thing can keep black people from voting for him. Mm. And it's just something, one letter, D versus R. Mm. Because everything he is lined up with black people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like and a lot of us. he's running as a Republican, like mm-hmm. a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And I just hope the people of New Orleans, and I'm not going to, they can think for themselves. I just hope, though, they consider that just because somebody has an R in front of their name, do not mean that they do not have your best interest. Like it does not mean because someone have a D in front of their name that they do have your best interest. Correct. Vote exactly. for the person. This is a good man. So, uh, but anyhow, thank you all so much for having me on your show. Hope no I can come back in the future in the best. And Priscilla, you know, if you and I want to get into one-on-one basketball, man, I'm gonna tell you right I would now, love it. I can't I'm jump. Good. Oh, I'm there for that. I'm, I'm good. I'm tall, but I can't jump. And I'm short, but I can shoot. <laughs> and, and just so you know, Vernon, any of those races that you have, and I want people to understand, at CPAC, Vernon brought all the black conservatives that were running for office together there. So this is a man that actually walks the walk and doesn't just talk the talk. So that was very informative, and I'm glad you did that. And anybody you know, um, whether they're white, black, conservatives, whatever they are, anybody you're supporting that you know you want to get their voice out there, they're welcome on this show anytime. You just shoot us a text, shoot us a phone call, let us know, and we would love to keep up with people and keep getting the information out there for you guys. You got a deal. Thank you so much. And Priscilla, thank you so much too, okay? Thank you. Not God a problem, bless. man. Safe travels. You have okay. a good one, and we'll speak to you very soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All God right. bless. Guys, that was Representative Vernon Jones. What an informative, great conversation we just had with him. Oh, he, he just... Funny guy. Funny guy, but <laughs> I, I absolutely feel so... Like a fire under me now, you mm. know. I feel so I um, passionate right now, and and raring to go, and wanting to help all these people. Anybody, any American who's feeling crappy about what's going on, yeah. or is not getting, you know, the help they need, the proper help that yeah. they need, and yeah. who don't have hope, who who don't have any inspiration. I want to bring inspiration yep. to. The black community that's 
thought, you know, the Democrats have been uh, on their side forever. I want to change that narrative and, sh- and just let them see the facts so they can make their own decision. That's what it's about. Well, not only not only the facts, show, giving a hand. It's about bringing the them right into way. bringing them into the party, getting like like minded people elected and actually being the change we want to see, because Democrats have held these votes for so long and have accomplished practically nothing for these people. Now, Republicans have a chance to not only bring these people in the fold, but actually accomplish things that will keep them here in the fold and in this party and with us all moving together as Americans. And that's why it's not black. Not white, American. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, that was just, that was awesome. I mean, Vernon, he knows he's the man. And, you know, we really, really, really appreciate you taking out the time to even uh, talk to us today, man. That was incredible. We look forward to talking to you more. We look forward to some of the stuff that we have coming up uh, with you and your team and with. All the conservatives out there, man, just this is this is a movement, guys. I don't. And Priscilla just actually hit it on the head when we've talked about this before. I know there's a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans out there feeling down about what happened, you know, in in 2020. We understand that. We're not saying you're not wrong. We get it. But at some point, we have to move on. One of the things that I see that is a little discouraging sometimes is seeing people literally talk about how they just want to give up because of what happened in 2020. Can't. We don't have that option. If you really care about your kids' futures, your mother's future, your aunts, your brothers, your sisters, you will continue to fight, continue to be a part of this prog- process just like we are. And like Priscilla said, you can call on us anytime. We're here to give Absolutely. you this information. And thank you, Vernon, for, you know, when he first came on saying that this is where you get real news, right? This is where the facts are. And that's all we try to give you. Even though some of what we say is opinion based, we try to give you the facts straight as we see them, as they're reported, and not just, you know, beat around all this stuff and just propagate people and just make you feel good. We're not here to make you feel good. We're here to give you the truth. And you know what else I I find um, helpful. We give opinions, but yet we also give mm. ideas. So if it's just anything that triggers something in your mind, take it and roll with it yourself. You know, find the facts out yourself, research it yourself, call us up, ask us questions, get involved, join our cleanups, join our, our police fundraisers or our, um, you know, back, we back blue fundraisers or anything, absolutely anything. Or if you want to work with us, if you just want to work with us, we love the grassroots. We love the foundation of this country, which is the people, we, the people and we just want, we want to help everybody and we want to lift you up to find your own path. And I guarantee when you find your own path, it's going to be on the right side. Right side, red wave, baby. Right? Oh, that was such an amazing interview. Vernon is the man. Vernon is the man. And I, I'm glad that he, you're motivated. And just think, we have... I just had an epiphany too. I just had a brainstorm. I always get these brainstorms. I know you did. I, I could tell. Excited. Like here, I could. I can tell. Notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. We got the gubernatorial race. We got my campaign. We got pe- people like Billy Prempe. We got New Jersey women for Trump. 
We got, we got Americans. We got Americans who want to save with, America. Events with Scott Presser coming up. Events with Vernon Jones coming up. Like you said, regular Americans that we, we can do things for. police events with Melissa. Absolutely. That's one Clean thing I, I wanted to ask him about that. Uh, that's one thing we didn't get to, so maybe another time. But I wanted to ask him about that new uh, police reform bill. But we don't have to go through that. Um, He's you know, against now. defunding we can definitely, the police. Yes, defunding the police. But for the sure. specific um, bill that they actually passed yesterday, I wanted yes. to ask him about. Um, but we'll maybe me and you will talk about that on next show and okay. maybe even get a guest that you know we can can talk um, a little bit more professionally Absolutely. to it as well um, but yeah man that was amazing I hope I hope and I'm praying that this really excites some people out there kind of like it just excited you and you know really just gave you a renewed sense of hope because that's what this is about man we are positive people this is still the greatest country that ever face this earth the grace the 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 this is the greatest country to ever grace this earth. Never um, give period. up on America. You really can't, Never man. Never give you up can't. on America. What if Martin Luther this King gave country. up? This is our beautiful what country. What if Rosa Parks gave up? We broke away from England. We broke away yes. from the king because of taxes yes. and being controlled. Tyranny. Tyranny. Exactly. Do, you know, so many people have died and yeah. sacrificed their lives yeah. for us to be able to be free, be able to talk like this, to be able to do whatever you want whatever to do. Whatever you want. So please don't vote based upon Republican or Democrat with that letter in front. Vote upon what you want in life, what you believe in. Be true to yourself and save this country. Because there's a bigger thing happening under all of our feet. Mm. And I know a lot of Democrats who are good people, mm. right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna label anybody anymore. All of us are Americans, but I do believe there is a group that are not Americans that are here to jeopardize America, that are here using us to pull away from our original mm. foundation mm. and that's where i that's where i put it it's not democrat it's not republican we need to get away from that silly segregated narrative okay we've all splintered out so much everybody has all different feelings and and beliefs and you're not going to believe on everything the same it's impossible but please know that America stands for freedom. It always has and it always will. And you cannot give up on that. You cannot. None of us can give up on that. So try to try to do your own research. Get involved with us. Yeah. Reach out to us. If you're even if you're depressed and, and still angry with the election, reach out to us. You know, we're like a big support group. Um, mm -hmm. We want to help everybody and we want to give you the ideas for you to run with to find out for yourself to make yourself better and understand more to get out of your you know situation here's actually something to, to dovetail off what you were just talking about here's something very important and this is what we need all our, our our followers all our listeners to do for us myself priscilla people like scott pressler and others 
we can only do so much, especially when it comes to uh, voter registration and the things that we're talking about. One thing you guys can all do for us always is continue to spread the word as well as register voters. You can do this on your own. As long as you know the process in your municipality, you can go to your friends, you can go to your family and just make sure you help them register the vote. That is the only way, whether it's a campaign like mine or campaigns going across the midterm when the gubernatorial race, this is the only way we win it. And, you know, one of the things I saw before with with the 12th congressional district where I'm running the last election, although there was 170, 180,000 people that voted, that was less than half the people that are actually you know, eligible to vote in that same district. So it's a matter of turnout in a lot of these places. And I know we talk about it a lot. The only way we're going to get that turnout out, because me, Priscilla, Scott, we can't reach everybody. We can't talk to everybody. What we can do is talk to some of you. And what you guys can do is now take that information and spread it to the rest. So this is a team effort, especially within the conservative movement. So I really want to see that over these next few months, over this next summer, over this next year, as we get into election season, um, and we go to really try to institute this red wave is the average everyday citizen getting involved in the process of not only registering and voting themselves, but getting their family, friends, colleagues, everybody else to register. So when it comes time, when the election comes up, we're all showing up in full force and giving our chances, giving ourselves the best chance to put our America first candidates in office. And we need everybody to also look into lower line. Um, yes. Right. Yes. To, school to council, council, things like that. The, the state uh, house, state representatives, everything. Right. Yes. All the lower line get involved. Find out. There's lists you can um, pull up. Just just message us, and we'll give you all that. Exactly. And we'll, we're gonna we're gonna make some stuff that you know we'll start putting out marketing materials and stuff like that, so you guys have our contact, and we can start putting out some messaging about that, so you can get in touch with us, even if it's a conversation with us. Um, we know a little bit of the process, how to get started. We want to take regular Americans and start into and putting you guys in this process, so you can learn how to do it, how to get involved. And in a lot of cases, it's not that hard. Just like we took this podcast, learned everything our and set it up the way we did just like I took my campaign learn what I need to learn and get us registered and things like that we can help you do the same things we're we're intuitive people we are as Americans we're intuitive people that can accomplish anything we set our minds to so it's time to set our minds to this and get it done and I really see a red wave coming so thank you again uh the honorable Vernon Jones for joining us, for talking to us, for letting our audience hear your thoughts and, and, and understand that this conservative movement is alive and well and it encompasses people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds. We are all just one at the end of the day and we are all just Americans. Yep. So we are. Guys, what an episode. And, you know, again, thank you, Vernon. Thank you, Heather, for for setting that up. We'll talk to you guys soon. And, you know, just thanks for joining us again, man. We hope you really enjoy this episode. And we will be back next week. Make sure, remember, you can find us and listen to us every Sunday at 8 p.m. at www dot not black not white american.com and remember we're on all major platforms so itunes spotify uh amazon we're everywhere so you can look for us anywhere just go to the website and they'll have all the icons there but we really hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will see you next sunday and check out our interviews from cpac they're fantastic we did so many so youtube and facebook go check those out love you guys love you guys and thank you for joining
not black, not white, American podcast. Jersey. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs>